So, thank you for telling me this story, I told the man who had lived for 391 years because he didn't fear death but looked it straight in the eye. But he just looked at the corner where he had said death was waiting. And then he looked at me and said, there's one more part to the story. When I was around 50, I came back to my cabin but found it was not empty. There was a woman living there who had found my abandoned hut and she had nowhere else to go. And so I told her she could stay in trade for keeping the house clean and I promised her to build an extra room so that she could have her own place. She accepted hesitantly at first fearing if I would do her harm but with the king I had seen so much death and pain and suffering it was enough to last me a lifetime though she didn't know who I was and that I could see death and stare him down she did see that I carried a pain deep inside, much like she did, and she accepted me for who I was. She cared for me, and in time I cared for her, and love came for us, and we both accepted it, and we had a son. His birth was not an easy one. And when death came, I yelled it to get out, to get away from my family. As it was the first time I had ever seen love and was not willing to give them up. And luckily, death saw that and it left again. Our son turned out to be a bit of a handful and many nights I spent staring death down when he was sick or wounded but he grew up strong and fit and he wanted to go out and explore the world but I was afraid he would get hurt and die without my help and so I told him he couldn't go and so still he went secretly one night and I didn't know what had become of him. My wife blamed me for our son leaving and we became distant but still stayed together and through that we learned a different love, a love of acceptance of sharing a pain and sadness, but knowing that to be alone in this pain and sadness was worse. So when death came for her when she was 90, I couldn't let it take her, and so I stared it down and death, death waited. This went on for 10 Years, ten years in which I never slept and I just stared death down to keep her safe until she said enough, 
is enough. Let me go. I have lived a long life. And I don't know how you do it. But I now know who you are. You are the man behind the king. The man who kept death away from him. And in the end, that didn't really go well, did it? You can't win this fight, so let me go. And I will go with death the way I want to. It is my choice, and my choice alone. And so, with tears in my eyes, I let her go. And when death had given me one final glance, it left as well, and I was alone once more. Now, having seen love and knowing death is a bad combination for anyone. For as long as you've been alone, death is something you can deal with. But having known love, being alone is much, much worse. And so I saw I had just one choice. I closed the door of my little cabin behind me, where our love had once lived, and I went out into the world. Now an old man, knowing death was on my heels and could take me whenever I wasn't looking, but I wasn't scared of death anymore. I had just one wish, to find my son, or die trying. It took me a long time to find him, but in the end I did. And when we met again, he was actually glad to see me, saying that the fight we had had that had made him leave had been the best thing that could ever have happened to him. He had become a carpenter. He had found a kind-hearted woman, married to her, and had three children, two boys, one daughter, the daughter named after my late wife, and the youngest boy named after me. And he had made a chair which he kept in the house, which was a chair nobody had ever sat in. It was a beautiful chair, skillfully made, with cushions out of green silk his wife had lovingly sewn. A chair that had always stood at the head of the table. A chair, he said, he had kept waiting for me. And I cried tears of joy. I embraced my son and I moved in with him and his family. But it wasn't without troubles, as the youngest son, the boy carrying my name, seemed to enjoy a certain game of saying to me when I least expected it, Death is behind you. And when I looked, Death wasn't there. I thought it was a joke, and that he grew out of it. But as I got even older, now living with my son and his wife and his children, caring for them by keeping death away from them, I silently wished for death to come for me. But it never did. 
only when he and his wife were buried in the graveyard and the oldest son and the daughter had left, I understood the words, death is behind me. It knows who I am, and I have cheated it so many times that it has given up on me. And I cried. Only as an old man can cry, knowing that his days are just too long. Living is just a pain, and all you have left are the memories of what you lost. It was then the youngest son came home again, looked at me, and said, I know who you are. You are the man who has lived a life but never truly lived yourself. I have heard stories father told me about you, stories you told to him, and I, I believe them. I think you need to go back to your home and find death on your own terms, as it won't come for you anymore. How many times can you disappoint someone? even to someone as patient as death until they just stop coming. And I nodded. I left the house and went back to my cabin, this very cabin, taking only the chair my son had made for me, the very chair you are sitting in now. And as he got up from his stool, he suddenly held a knife in his hands, which he put right under my chin, and then he spoke loudly, DEATH! If you won't come for me now, I will kill this here man, and I will stare you down. And I'll let him heal, and then I'll stab him again, and I will stare you down as many times as it takes until you come for me. And nothing happened. As I stared at the corner, hoping death would appear and take this man so I could live. And nothing happened. And I understood that death had never been in that corner at all. He had only wished it there, to have a friend around who was even older than he was. He had wished death would have come. For him, but it never had. And now, having me there, he saw a way to bring death to him. Only then, after all those stories, I saw him for what he really was. An old fool, a madman, and all his stories lies. And so I grabbed his wrist and I twisted away and he was strong and we struggled until suddenly I found my hand slipping on the blade and as it slipped from my grasp it fell to the floor and my hands were red with blood it wasn't mine and the old man sank to the floor the knife having slit his arm where blood was pulsing out, looked at me 
and said, Thank you. And as I hunched over to help him, he said, No, you are my death. Stay away from me. And with that, with the final breath, he died.